Hello and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 276. My name is Emily Rainbow Davis. Thank you for listening. It is very nice to have you here. So today's blog is the third in a series. Uh... I don't know that you have to go back and listen to the previous two. This is not like a series that, you know, uh, it's not like there's a plot and you and you have to like go back and follow them. But uh, this is about a particular grant that became available to New York City artists this summer that I wrote about previously. The first one was called... A $5,000 grant would be a $5,000 problem. The second one was called Making Something. You could go back and listen to those two if you would like to, you know, be a completist and and catch up and know where we are here. You're welcome to do that. Uh, I don't think you need to. Um, basically, I'll sum them up for you for those who are just joining me. Maybe this is the first time you're listening to the blogcast. Who knows? Uh, so what happened is the city put out these grants that were $5,000 uh, that were incredibly hard to apply for. <laughs> well, I will say the application wasn't that hard, but, um, you know, they, it was an incredibly fast turnaround. You had to, like, come up with a really, a, a, like, an idea really quickly, blah, blah, blah. So I wrote about how ridiculous all that was. And then I wrote a second post about that process of, like, uh, having written that piece. And, uh, and now this piece is uh, is the sort of final chapter on the application for this grant, which I did end up applying for, and I talked about a little bit in the previous one in making something. Um, this one is uh, about how I did not get that grant. So here it is. It is called A Grant Ain't One. You may not be shocked to learn that the city did not give me one of its $5,000 City Artist Corps grants. I did end up applying for it after all that storm and drying. And two days after my birthday, I got a rejection email from them. Happy birthday to me. Well, I guess I got 99 problems, but a grant ain't one. You may be saying to yourself, well, Emily... Perhaps if you hadn't publicly complained about this grant in two previous blog posts, maybe they would have given it to you. Maybe bad-mouthing grant makers is not a great strategy for receiving their bounty. And you would be absolutely right about that. I know I'm saying stuff that does not endear me to people who give those things out. This is why most artists don't say anything. This is why they can be pathologically positive, optimistic, because yes, it's true. Talking about our challenges with these things is probably not a great way to get these grants. The thing is, though, I have a kind of freedom as a marginal artist to say whatever I want. I know that very few people are listening and that the odds of my grant panel actually reading a single word of this blog are very, very slim. After all these years of doing this, I feel even more comfortable in my relative anonymity than I did when I started. 
I've had only a very small handful of blog posts land in front of arts folks with power, and if they do end up there, it's because I said whatever I said in such a way that it spoke to those folks and got passed around between them. I can almost guarantee you that no one from that city core committee read either of my posts about their grant. I doubt very highly that it was a factor in my rejection. It's much more likely that my project just didn't sound like what they had in mind for this thing, or that they were turned off by the fact that I have a company when they're trying to help individual artists. But of course, despite the odds, I still wonder if these posts somehow tanked my chances. It's hard not to guess at things when you know nothing. It won't stop me telling these sorts of truths in the future, though. In fact, the only way I can see myself stopping talking about these uncomfortable, nitty-gritty arts realities is if they gave me one of those big grants. That is the most reliable way to shut up a troublesome artist. Just give them your resources, and the criticism will likely dry right up. It's the artists with something to lose who will keep quiet, blow smoke, or do whatever they have to do to remain within the good graces of the goods givers. I'd like to believe I would continue to speak my truths no matter what resources were given to me, but I also recognize that part of the reason I can do it is that I have absolutely nothing to lose. I can see how easy it would become to say nothing when to say something might actually register with the people I was receiving grants or funding from. I know this is true because I've already done it. If a hand is feeding me, I do not bite it. Grants like these, however, are not hands that feed me. Just hands that might feed me. One day, if I got extremely lucky. God willing and the creek don't rise, which the creek always does, so, you know, it's unlikely to happen. This blog, on the other hand is a hand that actually feeds me through Patreon, and so the choice feels very clear. I write for the hand that actually feeds me, not the one that might. I guess technically this is a rejection post, which I haven't done in a while, and I don't usually do uh, a podcast version of. Uh, But technically, yes, this is a rejection post. And the reason I don't do them on the blog so much is that they are mostly a tool to help encourage me to apply to stuff. Um, One of my patrons years ago suggested, because I was trying to figure out how to, like, keep motivating applying for things and, like, make rejection actually feel good or not awful. Um, And she suggested, you know, that I basically post a blog every time it happened to Patreon so that they could help pay for it, technically. Um, which is amazing uh, and has worked very nicely. This year, I've hardly applied to a single thing. So there haven't actually been rejection posts because there haven't been a lot of applications. Not just, not, uh, you know, because there's A, not a lot of things to apply for. B, the things that there are to apply for feel kind of weird to apply. Like, I don't want to apply to a residency. Like, it's, what's going to happen there? Like, do you go? Is it safe? I don't know. Things like that are just like, okay, I'm not sure applying for stuff just to apply for things makes a lot of sense at the particular moment. Um, But I have 
tried to pick back up in the last couple of months applying for things. So there may be some future rejection posts in the future, but they don't tend to be highly compelling, which is why I, I don't tend to podcast them. So uh, if you are an exclusive podcast listener, um, and I know there are a couple of you, hello, uh, if you want to see rejection posts, um, I'll let you know that they're there on the blog if you feel like you want to check them out. All right. So uh, song. So so what song? What song? And uh, <laughs> I looked up songs about biting the hand that feeds you because I was like, somebody has written a song about this. I couldn't think of who it was. But it's Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails has a song called The Hand That Feeds, and I have recorded it for you. And I will say that it is really interesting to encounter Nine Inch Nails here in 2021 because when they were, you know, uh, popular, I thought they were like this super hard, grungy band, and they're not actually... It's, I mean, they are. They are. They're that, I guess. But like, it's so much. They're. It. Uh, my brain has changed. I guess so much. Like, I'm like, oh no, they're pretty chill. Actually, I mean, I can understand every word. Uh, it's pretty like compact kind of pop song. Really, I don't know who I thought Nine Inch Nails was, but I was wrong. So uh, to all of my friends who were Nine Inch Nails before and I was um, dismissive or just not interested, I apologize to you. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of you out there. But, you know, I, uh, it's, just, it's just interesting. Uh, anyway, so I'm going to play that for you in a second on ukulele. Um, meanwhile, thank you so much for listening. If you would like to support the podcast, please tell someone about it. Uh, share it in the places like the social media and whatnot. Um, also, if you would like to support it with your dollars, patreon.com slash Emily R. Davis is the hottest spot, but there is also Kofi and PayPal. Um, all those links are in the show notes. Thank you. So now I give to you the hand that feeds by nine inch nails. Now here, on ukulele. You keep it instead. 